Hey y'all, it's your girl Maria, the Spiritual Home Girl, and we're back with another episode of the Spiritual Home Girl Podcast. Now, before we get started, y'all know I can't do any podcast episode without thanking you all for listening. So thank you for listening, boo friend. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts that are out there in podcast land, you choose to lend me your ears whenever you feel like it for the last six years in the last 300 plus episodes, and I hella appreciate that. So today is Monday. We are posting on our new schedule optional Mondays, but definitely homegirl Thursdays. We're back to basics and it feels good to be back to basics. So I wanted to, as promised in episode 302, I wanted to expound on my thought that I had about the actual posts that led to some of the social media projections that inspired episode 302. And that post was about Brittany Renner and Brittany Renner's regret of being so sexually fluid and so sexually non-discerning that she has shared her body and her energy and her womb energy with men that were not deserving and when she reflected on her past decisions she felt regretful and she made a point to say that no matter what people say outside of you know her own mind and her own opinion about herself like nobody can beat her up more than she can because she has been kind of sort of lamenting over her decisions and how bad of a choice that she made repeatedly and how it really just wasn't worth it. And I thought it was great. Am I a Brittany Renner fan? No. Do I dislike her? No, I don't really follow her like that or keep up with her like that. I mean, I've seen a couple episodes where she tears into people on their podcast and they were quite entertaining. Not going to lie. She's very entertaining, I will say. And I was really happy to see the post about her having her regrets and expressing them and and sharing her testimony because what that was was that was a testimony at least that's how I interpreted it right some folks question the intentions and things like that but I would hate for folks who are questioning her to want to share a testimony they went through and then somebody just says I don't believe you (laughs) like because of something I feel about you I don't believe you so God bless them but what I noticed that was wild to me in the midst of this testimony making its rounds in the cybersphere, I noticed that there were a lot of reactions. There were varying reactions, but varying similar reactions. So there was a large group of people, men, black men, who used this opportunity to kind of say, see, and now we don't want you. And these are men that she would probably never look at <laughs> twice. So you got the super bitter ones feeling vindicated because they're like, oh, look at her. See, one. Now we can feel justified in this toxic polarizing material that we've been spitting for the past four years. That was one aspect. Then we saw, you know, some men say, yo, like, that's good that she did that. You know, here's somebody holding herself accountable because y'all know the narrative that's in these polarizing cyberspace (laughs) like youtube channels and podcast posts and instagram posts and you know they always try to make it sound like black women don't hold themselves accountable so here you have one holding herself accountable and then you got you know some black men that were like okay good see she's holding herself accountable and now she didn't learn her lesson and hopefully she can find a man that you know want to deal with it then there was some men that was like we love hoes (laughs) so they were just like whatever because britney renner referred to herself as you know being a hoe at that point so um then you have black women 
and their responses, melanated women, melanated men and women. But with, in this case, the melanated women, there were two specific responses that I kept seeing over and over. And I wanted to speak on this when it kind of tapered off with the, the emotional discussion, because I just wanted to present it in a way where it's not so, there's not so much yellow tape to get through in terms of some of the things that can impede on how we process things in the moment. On one end, you have the women that are like, that's great. She made a choice. Then, 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 you know, underneath that, there's like, oh, well, you know, I made a mistake too. And I feel her and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, that was one aspect. And they were like championing her, whether they agree with her politics outside of this one revelation or not. They applauded her testimony. And the one that I want to speak on today was a reaction in which women used it to either kick her when she was already sharing or they used it to position themselves over her. And, oh, well, this is why I just don't be giving my stuff to nobody and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, cut the crap, cut the BS. People get on these apps and high horse in that grant all day. And what I don't like, about how we as women do each other is that we will literally see somebody hold themselves accountable, admit their mistakes, and then y'all be mean. And I'm not speaking about we because I'm, I'm I'm not a part of this. I'm sorry. Normally I'm a part of collectors, but I'm not a part of this. I'm sorry. I'm I'm separating this episode. I I rarely separate in the six years I've been doing episodes, but on episode 303, I'm separating because I don't like this behavior and I'm not going to act like I do it. I don't do this. This is trash. You got women in their 30s. And the reason why I'm speaking to women in their 30s, specifically 30s and 40s, is because we know better at this age. We absolutely know better at this age. Yes, everyone has seasons and everyone has reasons. But you know when you're being mean. You know when you're saying things that are not proper. You know when you're being a mean girl. Because at this point... We've had many years to be who we are, whether we're mean, whether we're not. So I'm sorry. I'm not giving excuses for that. So what I saw was a lot of, see, this is why I just don't sleep with anybody because then I'll be like her. The problem with some of y'all that do this is y'all act like y'all tea don't exist. And that's a lie. Because just because your your dirt and your your skeletons were cultivated and done before cameras and before screenshots and before Facebook lives and before these social media apps became prevalent. Don't erase what happened. Everybody got a history. Everybody. Every single person. There is a very small percentage of women who married their first time and are still with them. So if you didn't marry the first man or woman you had sex with or non-binary, whoever, if you didn't marry them, your first you have a sexual history, sis. So let's stop acting like you didn't give your body to somebody that did not end in a result that appears favorable in society. I can't stand people do that. I'm like, like people ain't stupid. My, my theme, obviously, for these last few months have been to start treating people like they got brains because the public ain't stupid. Ain't nobody buying that. That's ego positioning. That's positioning to look better in the hierarchy and low key. I'm wondering in what gaze is it the male gaze? Because 
only other and I've rarely seen it happen for other women. Rarely do other women, cisgender heterosexual women, only do cisgender heterosexual women crap on other cisgender heterosexual women for no other reason than to look better in the male gaze. Because what other reason do you have to feel like you need to feel better than other women that are doing life and, and making mistakes and, and, and learning things just like you. What other gaze is there to appease by doing this? Cause the damn sure ain't other women. Cause when you do that to other women, you don't look like an ally and you don't look like a trusted sister. You look like somebody that kick your sister when she down. Or you look like you'll hear your sister's problems only to feel better than her because you've, you've qualified her based on your standard rather than be there for her. Or you're a person that will hear the tea of your sister or her problems only to go tell it to somebody else and still position yourself over her. So my thing is it ain't for women. Clearly, when you do stuff like that, it's not for the approval of other women. It got to be for the approval of something else. Men, I'm convinced. I'm sorry. Because in most of these posts that I saw where these women were doing that and positioning themselves in response, who did I see agreeing and co-signing? Men. Who did I see them responding to and continuing to sell themselves as better than? The same women that was doing it. So you're engaging with the BS. It was just really embarrassing to see that. You wasn't always modest. You wasn't always pure. You wasn't always discerning. Now, there's some women that says you can't find my history. Yeah, damn it, because you're 40. You can't find your history because your ass is 40 years old. And because you did all your dirt, like I said before, before it was documented. But I'm pretty sure if I were to sit there and go pulling around your high school or pulling around your college or your workplace from 19 to 26, I might hear something different. And that's what I want people to remember. You're not perfect. I'm not perfect. We've all made mistakes. So to sit there and crap on a girl who's barely 30, 29, she's a young woman. She's learning her life. She's admitting her mistakes publicly. Who are you? You can have an opinion about her. Yes, but don't act like you better than sis. Because there's always somebody who got something to say. None of us are perfect. We've all made mistakes. Who are you? Who are we to sit here and act like we better than somebody who's actually coming clean about holding themselves accountable? This is less about attacking Brittany Renner because Brittany just clearly said in her post and in her, her podcast interview that it's less about public perception and more about holding herself accountable and being open to share it. She she going to deal with herself, clearly, because that's who's her biggest critic. And that's who, according to her, affects her the most before anybody else. It's just this BS image that everybody want to present online. And like I said in my Instagram post around that time frame, if your vice was not a man or a woman or another person you was in love with, it was probably drugs, alcohol, negative self-worth, people pleasing, and you compromise yourself in that way too. So who are you to judge somebody else when you've compromised your integrity at some point as well? Everybody has done it. You might not have done it on a grand scale, but there, if anybody has told me that they have never did something they didn't want to do and they compromised their integrity, they're a damn lie. Because that would make them infallible. And ain't nobody walking this earth infallible. 
So it was very embarrassing to see the pandering in the way that I saw it. And I said, wow, these women are not allies of mine. These women are not a part of my sisterhood. I cannot stand with these sisters. And, and again, may God bless them. And may they stay protected because they're still black women. But I disagree with them in totality and I cannot get close to women like that. It's not cool to me. And I just want to know when did we lose our sisterhood? Again, this is where it gets subjective. I do give grace to women under 30 because that's a 10 year. Well, more like 12 year period. If we're going from late teens to 29, you got some years to figure yourself out. Your hormones are still adjusting. You're still, your brain is still developing up to about 25 certain parts of the brain. So I do give grace to a degree to women, young women under the age of 30. Honestly, I'll probably say 32. Man, 32-ish. For them to figure themselves out. 32 and up, y'all ass know better. And I don't like how y'all doing that. And like I said before, on my Instagram post, we sit here and, and talk all this mess about all the mean older women that folks, I, I can't relate to this. because I've had some nice older women that I've encountered, um, you know, growing up and, you know, and if something was out of pocket, I respectfully spoke my mind. So I've, I've never been in a situation growing up, I can say, where a spiritual elder or an elder in general has mistreated me. Now, as I've gotten older, there were some older women, maybe two that kind of tried it and I had to let them know with all due respect, I'm a grown woman. I'm not your daughter. I'm not your niece, not your, your son's girlfriend. I'm not any of that. Like I'm a person who is trying to be respectful while you're mistreating me through these different things. I've done it that way, but I see so much content about women being mean growing up and the mean elders and how they not going for that no more. Y'all need to look at that because them same people that you crying about, you're turning into. The cycle continues, sis. Are you going to break it or are you going to continue to perpetuate it? Talk about how you are mistreated while mistreating other people, while grand horsing, while being delusional and acting like you're better than these women because people can't pull up your mistakes with facts and on black and white. People can't, you know, embarrass you or expose you with receipts because you lived in a time where that didn't exist. Only to put yourself in position to get red to filth by Gen Z and Gen Alpha because they're not putting up with that. Gen Z and Gen Alpha is different. They're not going for none of this. They're going to read you your rights and they don't care about any of that old vanguard about respecting elders, none of that. I'm not saying they're disrespectful, but what I'm saying is we as millennials are the bridge to breaking a lot of stuff. That old respect your elders regardless of how they treat you. As you can tell, a lot of us millennials are not going for that. A lot of millennials are being more accountable with how they conduct themselves. They're getting help. They're healing themselves and they're setting boundaries with some of those harmful people around them that have done things to them. that haven't been so cool. So if we're the bridge to kind of, you know, the, the healing of, of that kind of harm, you think Gen Z and Gen Alpha going to keep dealing with that? No, they're going to move it forward. They're going to get more assertive. This is my prediction. They're going to get more assertive. They're going to let you know where you messed up at. And they are not going to care about your status as an elder. They're not going to care about age. None of that. They're going to call it more directly. They're not going to let it ride. And depending on how ugly you get to them, they're going to light your ass up. So I'm just saying, self-check. Are you moving like that? 
And, and should you correct that? And if you're not going to correct it, are you willing to deal with that energy getting thrown right back at you? Because again, like I said, Gen Z and Gen Alpha are the boomerangs that them folks thought would never exist. The way Gen Z has been challenging all of these systems in place, they are boomeranging it up right now on so many different topics. So to act like you're not going to get that <laughs> because of whoever you think you are and you're still moving in a way that's judgmental and, you know, delusional and rooted in false truth, knowing that you have made mistakes and acting like you ain't never made none and position yourself through image and approval for whoever or the male gaze or whoever you think that's going to last for long. No, they not going, bro. So you might want to watch it. <laughs> so that's my self check episode for today. Okay. How are you moving? Are you an ally? Are you a sister to these women? Or are you kind of perpetuating some of the same things that everybody been complaining about when it comes to disrespectful older women, hating older women, the whole nine? Like, I've seen situations even with celebrities where, you know, the older generation has said something shady or been mean to some of the younger women making mistakes. And again, them younger women is like, look, I would expect better from you as a woman of your age. I would expect more class. I would expect more understanding, given that you've been my age before. Not this. And I've seen some older women get their face cracked on that. And they didn't know how to hold themselves accountable, so they avoided it. And I've seen some publicly apologize. So which one are you going to be? You're going to actually be a real elder and pull these women up and help them up? Or are you going to be the same women looking down, acting like you ain't made no mistakes, knowing that your closet, your closet is full of skeletons? Which one are you going to be? That's the only question I have for y'all today. So with that being said, y'all, don't forget to sign up for homegirl emails. You can click the link in my show notes to sign up for my list. I've been emailing everybody reminders of when this show is coming out, as well as other things that are going on, like the um, 2023 annual energetic health workshop. Some of y'all missed it. It was a live workshop. There are no replays um, at this time. I just want to facilitate it live and, you know, show up for those who show up for me. So since some of y'all missed it, I'm going to give y'all one last chance to come if you would like to come. Early bird pricing has ended, but I still made it accessible for those who would like to come um, for now. <laughs> so if you want to join, do not sleep, okay? Don't sleep. Um, also click the link in my show notes. And I'm pretty sure you're going to get an email reminder about the workshop anyway. And make sure you sign up if you need a strategy to make sure that you are prepared um, spiritually, mentally, emotionally for your new year, whether you're going January to December, whether you're like me and you go from airy season to airy season, whether you're starting from Gemini season to Gemini season, you need a strategy to help you stay organized with what you want to achieve. So whenever you decide to celebrate your new year, we're going to do that planning workshop on Sunday, January 8th, 2023 at 12 p.m. Eastern time. Okay. So with that being said, don't sleep. I will catch y'all on the next episode of the Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. My name is Maria, the Spiritual Homegirl. And remember, trust the journey and trust yourself. And whatever you do, do it with love. Even while hearing other people's testimony, okay? Love y'all. Peace.